All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Drinking with the Devil, and I'm your host, Thomas. And I'm Heather. And we're drinking coconut milk white Russians. I think they're called like white pirates or something. Well, a few of these, and I'll gladly let you shake me to your booty. That being said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be one of those nights we're going to do this uh, as PG-13 as humanly possible, which we normally are not. Nope. That being said, we are somewhat staying on a mental health regimen, <laughs> which means we haven't killed anyone that there's evidence of, um, and yeah. So, I'm going to be talking about the true story of St. Patrick. And this comes directly from the CelticDruidTemple.com. So, if you don't agree with it, well, then you're probably Catholic. And uh, you, you gotta love the image of St. Patrick that they have at the very beginning looking like motherfucking Atkins Santa. But, uh, the image above of 5th century man in 18th century bishop costume. So, they put him in a costume that didn't come out till 1300 years afterwards. Makes a lot of sense. St. Patrick's Day is an Irish bank and public holiday held on March 17th every year relating to St. Patrick, who made all the Irish become Catholic 400 CE by using shamrocks, so we're told. But historians agree that the man who did this great conversion by bringing the Catholic religion to Ireland was called Paladius. Um, that really honestly sounds like something you would say if you don't like the way something tastes. I don't like the Paladius of it. It has a bad <laughs> Who was married with children? Love and marriage. Love and marriage. He was most definitely not named Patrick, nor were he Irish. And there were no snakes in Ireland for either he or Patrick to eradicate, and neither he or Patrick ever mentioned shamrocks. Well, just take all the fun out of it. As the current calendar is less than 250 years in use, it cannot be used to establish dates in the early medieval period, so it is highly unlikely that he died on March 17th, 460 AD. So what is his true story? I thought you'd never ask. I added that little extra tidbit. Don't, 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 don't hold that against the author of this because that was me. Um. The saint called Patty, Pat, Patrick, was not Irish. Historians agree that Patrick was born 373 CE, giving two possible locations. Dumbarton in Scotland, or on the west coast of Roman Britain, i.e. Wales. The Romans are said to have exited Britain by 410 CE. Patrick eventually retired to... Glastonbury, England, where he died at the age of 111 on the 17th of March, 460 AD. These dates do not add up. 460 minus 373 is only 87 years of age. So he was 87 or 111 years old when he died. 
It depends on which spin you read. The man is also well known to us as St. Patrick was originally called Maywin Skakat or Magonis Scatius Patricius. That sounds like an STD. Well, I went down to New Orleans this week and got some Magnolia Scaticus, which really inflamed my Patricius. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, exactly. His father, Calpurnius, had been a deacon and decurin, and his grandfather was a priest. His mother was called Conchitia. Alrighty, well, at least the mother has a nice name. Pope Celestine gave Melin Celestine. Celestine gave Mewin Sukat or Mag I'm not saying all these. He gave Pat the name Patrick. Now, from this point on, he is not going to be the STD. He's going to be Patrick. If it says the STD, <laughs> I'm calling it Patrick. So just get used to Patrick. You just call St. Patrick an STD. Magnus Gatius. or Magnus Gatius. Magnus Gatius. Mag Magnus Gatius. It all sounds it like... It does sound like an STD. Never mind. <laughs> See? The name Patrick. Oh. The Pope gave him the mission of bringing Catholic faith to Ireland. He gave him many relics and other spiritual gifts and gave him the name Patricius or Paturius. Look... His name is Pat. We're going to call him Pat. This name derived from two Latin words, Pater Civium, meaning the father of his people. The designation is like Patricius, a Latin slash Roman upper class name similar to Patrician. Swear to God, these people are pissing me off with this Latin shit. Speak English. They're English. They need to speak English. Actually, they don't know if he was Roman or Scottish, so he, he was neither English. Was he not Irish? He was not Irish. You must have missed that part. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but he Sorry. was either born in Dumbarton in Scotland or the west coast of Roman Britain, i.e. Wales. Oh, Roman Britannia. Yeah, he was Welsh. Go, go tame them heathen Irish. <laughs> Pat was the ruling class, while Plebeian was the working and middle class, leaving Pagnus to the name. How is it I can say Plebeian, but I can't say Patrician? Because you're special. Because you call me a Plebeian way too damn much. <laughs> um. All right. Just for the record, folks, he said it, not I. <laughs> we are told that he was taken into slavery at 16 years of age and sold in Ireland where he worked as a sheep herder for six years. But sheep did not exist back then, so he would have been a goat herder. Where did sheep come from? That, that's got me curious now. <laughs> okay. Are sheep like hybrids from people getting lonely on the farm with the goats? No, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> they would hang. Look, look at Yondu. Mm hmm. Yondu got the super floof. Mm hmm. They would take the goats with the super floof, and they would take goats that didn't have horns or had certain kinds of horns, and they would keep breeding them. 
together because they wanted like that that wool yeah the floof until they kept getting until they got what they wanted and then they would start breeding the sheep with the floof that they wanted together my goat is super floofy he's got long luxurious hair yeah it was during this it was during this time (laughs) as a slave sheep slash goat minder that he began to have religious vision with religious intents it's all that time he spent by himself with nobody to talk to but a sheep. Meh. Meh. What are you saying? I just told it I love it. Is that why it's running away? Usually. These visions reinforced, so we are told, his Catholic faith. During one of these visions, he heard voices that told him where he could find a getaway ship. He escaped, went to France, where he became a priest. And later on, he returned to France to become a bishop. No, that's actually not a joke, unfortunately. Although it does sound like a good setup. Priest goes. A sheep herder, a priest, and a bishop walk into a bar. Exactly. (laughs) He also burned many druid books, and his confessions are to if his confessions are to be believed. A hundred and fifty druid books. That is just rude. It is. 150 Druid books were burned and on Tara he caused a competition with a Druid book and the Bible to be thrown into a barrel of water. Needless to say, the Druid book sank, proving that the Bible was the better book. But hang on! We are repeatedly told that the Druids did not have books. Bum bum bum. So, that means he was probably throwing stones tablets you know the ancient form of writing stuff down that's why you get the phrase it's not written in stone so that or they would use bark 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 and bark floats bark floats very well yes he also prayed for a old druid to die dick rude right we are told that the arch druid lockeru was lifted up high into the air, but Patrick knelt in prayer, and the druid fell and was dashed to pieces upon a rock. That's kind of fucking rude. St. Patrick is said to have caused the murders of almost 800 druids. The folk tell tells the folk tell of a she beast called Korancha. Cora Coranacha. Coranacha. I'm butchering that one. That he banished to the to an island in the middle of Loch Derg. I like that name. I'm going to name our next animal Derg. In Donegal is accompanied by... Ooh, ooh, no, that's how it said. In Donegal is accompanied by the tale of a woman who followed him very closely. And that after he had banished she the she-beast... This woman was never seen again. The pilgrimage today to the retreat center on Loch Derg is a trick for the followers of the of the St. Patrick religion because it was on the wrong island. The pagan cave temple on the island that the Catholic Church tried to use was not hospitable to them, so they moved their purgatory to another island in the same lake and achieved some commercial success for a while. Well, 
when in doubt, there's a story about Patrick and two pagan Celtic princesses. Hey, he liked redheads apparently. Well, you know. He also caused two young princesses to die. Oh, what a douche. To die at the Ogolo Well, aka Clinchbach Well. Here he baptized Antonine and Famela Philomena. 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 Daughters of King Logahair of Tara. King Leahair. Yeah. Leahair. Ah, that's nice. They were ascending <laughs> the. We'll get him speaking Gaelic one day, kids. I promise. Uh, don't hold your breath. I barely speak English. <laughs> They were attending the Great Druid School of Cashel Manhana at Rockhogan. We can just make some Gaelic on Babel. I'll put it in his little earbud while he sleep. Right. He'll wake up cussing me out in a different language and I might understand half of it. <laughs> <laughs> we are told and yeah then they put a freaking website that's like nine lines long. And so there, within sight of the palace of Cahulin, Patrick Cahulin, you said Cahulin. Sounded like you said colon for a second. Cahulin, <laughs> Patrick <laughs> baptized them with waters of well of Calabash. Calabash. <laughs> Quit correcting me. I'm gonna throw a pencil at you. Let's go, bitch. I've had a day. Come on. I don't have a pencil. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to take this clip, and I'm going to clip your nipple with it. Promise. Degrade I don't me. think you're going to enjoy that. <sighs> it might rip your shit off. Not like I use them anyways. Yeah, da-da. Then we'll call you nipless. <laughs> <laughs> Should have talked about uh, Achilles and his brother, both of these. <laughs> you know, she held Achilles by his ankle. She held both of these by both of these nuts. <laughs> A rough stone altar was made ready and Patrick prepared to say mass. Before the mass began, the two girls came forward saying, We wish to con- we wish to consecrate ourselves as spouses of Christ. They're trying to get Christ to give them the wood. Patrick received their vows and placed over them the veil. The first consecrate virgins in Ireland. Yeah, you, you believe they were virgins. Doesn't that whole baptism thing like wash away all previous sin? Supposedly. That's what they say, right? It, it Okay, so the baptism ceremony doesn't technically wash away sin. It is a display of faith. Yeah, because you ain't dug in my ass under fucking water. The actual <laughs> confession of sin is what washes away the sin. The baptism is just symbolism. It's ceremony. I had the worst thought. I can't even say it. Come on. Oh, bless me, Sky Daddy, for I've been naughty. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I'm not saying yes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, folks. I've never been through the baptism thing, so I don't know how that works. Uh, you know, good is good and bad is bad. 
I don't understand the inner workings of the Christian church. Then they wished to see face the face of Christ, but Patrick replied, You cannot do that until you have tasted the sacrifice and passed the door of death. We desire these things, they replied. Patrick offered the sacrifice and gave them the Holy Eucharist. Ha <laughs> I knew that word. Congratulations. Then they closed their eyes and they died. He's all about killing some bitches. Right? They're straight murking bitches. Now this is directly as it's read. Aw, come on. Why would two pagan princesses, Inith the Red and Fedima the Fair, studying at a Druid school under royal patronage, suddenly want to be spouses slash wives of Christ? Fear. I wouldn't even say fear. That's not, that sounds like a there's better ways to get back at daddy situation. Maybe there's also an element of fear. If this dude is rolling around murking people in the name of Jesus. I, I think it's more likely, and we'll probably hear it later on, that this story never fucking happened. He just murked two bitches and then came up with a Sorry about it. Well, it was... Oh, well, see, what had happened was... They wanted to become wives of Christ. And then they wanted to see his face. So I gave them the royal sacrament and... Well... So, yeah. Why are we told that these two female druids became nuns who were automatically brides of Christ in a polygamous marriage that could never be consummated while... Why were virgins marrying a dead man, and how could they died after eating Patrick's sacrament? The guy that sounds dirty. <laughs> they ate a sacrament. Well, you know, he probably didn't wash his nuts. But oh, wait, wait, no. gross. <laughs> Look, I'm not the one who called it a sacrament. Maybe the story needs an outside perspective. Two young princesses, their names who were being fostered, living with high status as guests, with Druids, Maul, and Coplate. Okay, I'm going to say this, because I've seen enough medieval things. A lot of children who were fostered uh-huh. by a different family were well taken care of hostages. Yeah. Maybe that's why they said, pick me, pick me. Yeah. Well, they were attending the Great Druid School of... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, <laughs> And attended their armed guards were at the Calabash Well washing themselves. See, the guards washed their nuts. Fucking pagans always washing their bits. I know, right? Heathens. They are claimed by the church as being among the first converts to Patrick to this tradition. The Druid school they were attending is named after the Gaelic version of the sea god that is best known today as Neptune. The school is still visible as raised banks on the west side of Glen Bally Thomas, all one word. It's G-L-E-N-B-A-L-O-Y-T-H-O-M-A-S. At Cruchan. Yeah. At the time... The daughters of King Lockhair of Tara's death by baptism, the native laws, a.k.a. 
Frenchus. F E N E C H U S. F E N E C H. Or Gail Law. Brennan Law. Would have demanded King Lockhair of Tara seek recompense. I can't say the word. Recompense. God damn, I'm fucking fucking this up. I can say fuck though. How the fuck do you two fucking fucks? Fucking what the fuck? Well, that sure illustrates the diversity of the word. Yes, it does. Whether by accident or design, his two daughters were dead. But shush, the story was written long after it was supposed to have taken place. And really, it's just more fake church history. So, long story short, because there's still a shit ton that can be read here. I mean, a shit ton. Long story short, the story of St. Patrick, or as I like to call him, Isides, you know, after you. <laughs> it's not the same without the visual, guys. I'm scratching his bits. <laughs> Isides. You, you seem to forget that they can't see us. They can only hear us. And they can't see you doing the yin yin My bits is itchy. <laughs> itchy bits. Well, usually when it's got Indies in it, like both of these, you know, Crotcherata these. <laughs> with the deadly sacrament. <laughs> Wash your nuts. <laughs> yeah, if your sacrament is deadly, you might want to get that shit checked. Right. Go get you some blood bark, you know, some some <laughs> some moldy bread that <laughs> you're taking care of. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna leave the website in our little and y'all description. Can out yeah, y'all can read this for butcher. yourselves. Long story short, St. Patrick was a prick with scratchy nuts <laughs> and stanky sacrament <laughs> and he'd be killing bitches and <laughs> throwing books in water. <laughs> and yeah. So, while we're celebrating St. <laughs> Patrick's Day... It's not even March yet. <laughs> by the time this comes out, yeah. it will be March. Oh. I just feel like our timing is off. Right? But while we're all celebrating St. Patrick's Day... Yay. I want all of you to lift your pints up high... And think about St. Patrick's and his gross-ass bits. Mossy, crusty, unwashed, stanky, cheesy nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That apparently defiled these poor children so badly that they died. (laughs) As I was saying, as we lift our pints up high and say our slancha, which means health and happiness... To good old St. Patrick. Also remember, 
to, you know, really wish him a good Irish blessing of may the flies or may the fleas of a thousand land or sheep infest your crotch. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> No, that would be Socrates, not Socrates. <laughs> Bill and Ted's awesome adventure. Also, a true Irish blessing because by the time this comes out, the next Saturday will, or actually, I think it's Friday this year. Oh God! The Friday will actually be St. Patrick's Day, so I want to give you a real Irish blessing. May you be dead a half hour before the devil realizes. You think 30 minutes is going to give you that much of a freaking head start? Look, if you headed to the devil anyways, it don't matter how much of a head start you got. But at least 30 minutes you can cause some mischief first. That's true. Since we're doing a St. Patrick's Day specialty, we're going to talk about leprechauns. The cloth tickles me nuts. According to fables, leprechauns are tiny, tiny entities that normally take the form of an old man in a red or green coat. They are known to be mischievous little creatures that like to make shoes and store their gold coins in a pot of gold that is hidden at the end of a rainbow. If you happen to capture a leprechaun, he will give you three wishes, provided you let him go. Somewhere over the rainbow. Hey, is that... Is that why the people in... The Munchkin Land were all Munchkins, or because they were on the other side of the rainbow, so they were just leprechauns because they all wore a lot of green. And that one guy who was like really angry looking, we represent the lollipop guild. I think he was stroking. He was. He (laughs) was stroking. We represent the lollipop guild. Too much sugar. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Most leprechaun legends can be traced back to the 8th century. Tales of water spirits, which were known as Lucorpon. Lucorpon. Which means small body. And it's said that these spirits merged with the household fairy and developed a penchant for heavy drinking. So no cellar was safe. According to other researchers, the term leprechaun actually comes from the Irish term Leith Brogan. Or less broken. So if I feel like someone's got some SDE, I should refer to them as a Lucarpon. (laughs) Small body. For those of you who don't know, SDE is small dick energy. Uh, The most common of all around this is as they find gold coins burned in the earth and store them all in a pot which is sitting at the end of the rainbow. The fact that a rainbow is not fixed or have a real end should be discounted for the sake of the story. Modern day depiction of a leprechaun is that of a man clad entirely in green. However, Irish folklore describes leprechauns as men who wore red outfits and tri-cornered hats. Irish novelist Samuel Lover describes leprechauns as such in his 1831 work Legends and Stories of Ireland. According to Carolyn White's A History of Irish Fairies, there is no record of any female leprechauns existing. This, of course, means that leprechauns defy the laws of biology by surviving, and there is no evidence which tells the story of how they breed. 
That's just because leprechauns, much like dwarves, even the women have beards. Oh. The <laughs> book says leprechauns are actually deformed children of the fairies. Instead of drawing the ugly ones, they just, you know. Leprechaun! Well, I mean, all fae children, since fae children are very rare, because fairies have lifestyle fans of thousands of years. The, the children are few and far between. That's because fairies steal babies, and then they're like... No, they don't steal babies. They just don't make a whole lot of babies. That's why they steal babies. And even the ones that come out as monsters, they just... kind of sweep them under the fucking rug. They don't kill them because they don't make that many babies. So, basically, they pull a Kennedy. Pretty much. Well, bottomize them, you know, throw them at them. This is good. This is great. Leprechauns are actually a protected species under European Union law. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Carling Ford's Seattle Poly Loop Trail is officially protected land for the 236 leprechauns that apparently live in Ireland. <laughs> 236. The local they... lobbyist group is going to say in Stephen Woods, the native of Carlingford, managed to go into the EU that is the area that's super protective and is now under European habitat directive. I love that. That makes me live. That they I'm have sorry, decided just... that leprechauns are they are a protected freaking species. You cannot kill a fucking leprechaun, goddammit. I'm I'm just in my mind I've got this mental image of this guy trying to count leprechauns. And he's like one, two, Three and leprechauns being the little mischievous bastards they are, you got them like running and changing in a little leprechaun hat. Little <laughs> like, hey, did you hit me that? <laughs> I need me, <mirror. laughs> <laughs> You mean you shot the whiskey? <laughs> I want the lovely bunch of I want the lovely bunch of coconuts washed in daily. That's why my sacrament doesn't kill the hills. <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. Picking on St. Patrick. Talking shit about leprechauns and the whole 236 of them. I still... That makes me think that there is hope for this world that leprechauns are a protected species somewhere. Well, Bigfoot's a protected species. <coughs> I think in a... I think it's Washington or Oregon. I can't remember. They have a law against causing any injury or damage to Bigfoot. There's something fucking wrong with Oregon. Well, they did legalize meth. So I feel like Bigfoot sightings are fixing to go through the fucking roof. You might as well just fucking legalize absinthe, which is only legal in four fucking states. Because at that point, you see a motherfucking leprechaun. I think they've legalized like every drug in Oregon. You can do any drug, you just can't sell them, which is kind of like a catch-22. But I just get like this mental image of some guy trying to count leprechauns and being like, okay, for every leprechaun, I'll give you a shot of whiskey. And leprechauns being like, oh, go grab me wardrobe. We're going to get drunk tonight. Old-timey absinthe. No. Okay, absinthe was originally made out of wormwood. Yeah. Grand Wormwood, to be exact. It'll yeah. grow here, by the way. Yeah. And, um... 
You'll grow here, but that should make you trip. I was thinking about growing some. I'd be okay with that. So yes, the absinthe that they make now in the U.S. is not. It's shite. As strong. Shite. As the absinthe that they Look. originally made, because the absinthe that they originally made, now that shit will still knock you on your fucking tutor. Because I brought some of that shit home from fucking New Orleans, and God bless. Even that raggedy ass freaking sideways absinthe they make now. Look, my retirement plan, the day I retire, and I'm going to put this out there for God and everybody because God knows when I'll be able to retire thanks to, you know, political bullshit if I ever get to retire. But the day of my retirement, I am coming home with a baggie full of mushrooms and I'm going to sit on my front porch with pants that have a freaking padlock on them so that I can't lose my pants. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to do mushrooms until I see God. Okay, listen, by that time we'll have a full fucking fence around the backyard. I'll just throw him in the backyard. Nobody will be able to see his raggedy ass in the woods by that jumping point. around naked, squeaking about this and that. <laughs> Look, when the sun hits it, then my hair turns red. <laughs> You're bald. Not in my pants, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> So when he's running around the fucking backyard, high on mushrooms and a fucking goddamn sheep pelt <laughs> right down his fucking way. Whoever goes trying to take my sacrament. <laughs> I don't want him to die. So I have had real absinthe that was actually like the superstition brand, I think. I like the bottle. It was all black and it had little cat eyes cut out of it. So you can see the absinthe through it. And that shit knocked me on my arse. I did not drink enough to where I hallucinated, even though I've heard other people do so. And I had some other shit with a friend that actually came from Europe. And that European shit was no joke. That shit did make me hallucinate. There ain't nothing Europeans do alcohol-related that is a joke. Dude, that shit was... Stop! Everything. I mean, it, it had the little spoon for you to do the sugar cube with. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah, that was a one-shot deal, never again. Oh, holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So I have, you know, I've had absinthe. But I know there's like four states, I think, that it's legal to buy it in. I know Louisiana is one, but Louisiana don't give a shit. No. When I went to Louisiana, I had to try to pick some drunk girl up out the road, dude. Nobody cared. This bitch fell over the road. I'm like, y'all ain't gonna help her? And everyone's like, what? No. They just walked past her. I was like, dude, she gonna get hit by the car. <laughs> right. You know, I'm trying to help this drunk bitch up out of the road. Got stopped by a taxi driver. He stopped in front of her ass. Helped me get her out the damn road. We just put her on the sidewalk. I was like, y'all are gonna call the police or nothing? And they just looked at me like I was stupid. I'm like, damn, y'all tough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't give a shit. They really don't. That is a that is an interesting place to visit. Yeah, December eleventh, twenty twenty, Oregon just decriminalized all drugs. What? Yep, all drugs are still illegal against selling, but well, possession even is now, not civil. It's not even in the state of Tennessee. It's not illegal to be high on something. 
It's no. illegal to be in possession of it. See, that's the thing. You can be in possession of and it. And it's illegal to sell it, but if you're on it... I'd get that cop. He'd catch me selling and be like, No, officer, this this was for my own recreational use. Okay, do it. What? what, what? Do it now. <laughs> I won't <laughs> lie to you. Take all 22 caps. <laughs> Dude, that should happen to a friend of mine. He never came home. I'd be looking at him and be like, man, this is my retirement plan, officer. This isn't a one-day thing. You know, these 22 caps are going to last me the next five years I get to live. Yeah, I don't expect to live long after retirement because our government keeps pushing the age further and further and further back. Right? That's just because they old asses don't want to get kicked out of office exactly they're like I'm only 110 years old living off the blood of infants ridiculous ridiculous it really is there should be term limits and shit like that there should be if you want to uh, be a congressperson there should be a law where after your terms are up you have two options. Option A, you go into the field of dreams and you know just kind of fade away into existence. Or option B, we delete you. Right. You know you can either fade off into obscurity, just be gone, or. It works for the Clinton secretaries. <laughs> That's anybody who gets in the way of the fucking Clintons. Come get me, bitches. <laughs> you might end up with a fight you're not expecting. <laughs> oh, I feel like you know just a little too much there, Monica. So, uh, you can either fight away, which she kind of did. Yeah, she kind of did. I think... Monica Lewinsky is only alive today because about the time all that happened was when the internet was first getting popular. Yeah. And that crap was everywhere. Everywhere. Well, that being said, it's been a good week. It's kind of not re- not really. It's been a horrible week. Um, two it episodes were day. late getting put out because first I was sick. And then we had the explosion of the hot water heater. <laughs> it's bad. It is, uh, but everything's starting to settle. By the time this is up, all podcasts will be up except for this one, and then this one will get put up. And everything will be hunky-dory. Because, yeah, that that's what I fucking said. And positivity. We got to put that shit out there. I'm positive that this week sucks. So I'm positive next week's got to be better. Oh, next week's got to be. I got a freaking meeting next week. The week after next has got to be better. No, no, because I'm not on the shit list. Hey. So you know what? I'm just going to sit over there in my little corner. Shake my head a whole lot. Shaky, shaky. Shaky, shaky. Just... Remember, everybody, we live in a post-humor society. We're not allowed to make jokes. And 
Dilbert is no longer in newspapers because Homeboy didn't know how to keep his opinion to himself. So. I did love some Dilberts. Yeah, well. He, uh, agreed with people who had a less than positive opinion of black communities and because he himself was not black oh well doesn't get the Don Lemon escape yeah um and I'm not trying to cover that up I think it's bullshit that Don Lemon gets to bash the black communities and gets no fucking anything nobody even bats an eye because he's black right but then when people are like you know what this is being said by Don Lemon himself it must be true and then they're like oh cancel him it's like hold up wait I don't understand this this, this whole thing of anything we don't like we're just gonna get rid of it it doesn't exist anymore I'm a firm believer. <laughs> but they don't cancel hate. They don't cancel people being just shady as fuck for no good reason. They don't cancel war. No, right now they're encouraging war. I don't get this whole cancel culture thing. No, they cancel the past like a motherfucker. Yeah, that's because they don't want it coming out that, you know, the Ku Klux Klan was, uh, Originated by Democrats. Uh, what a lot of people don't seem to realize is the NRA was formed as a way to teach black people how to use rifles to protect themselves. Right. But, you know, let's just go ahead and go along with the the NRA has blood on its hands because some dipshit who should have never had a gun in the first place got a gun. Well, he had his second amendment, right? No, nine times out of ten, they don't. Nine times out of ten, a 16-year-old doesn't have a second amendment right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there needs to be a greater burden put on the parents to ensure their firearms are properly locked up when not in their presence. I, uh, that is something I do firmly feel adamant about. If a child is able to get in a mommy and daddy's gun closet and load up with enough ammunition to start a small war, the parents might be liable. I don't believe you should be able to sue the gun manufacturer for said actions because... You know, I wasn't able to sue Ford when someone driving a Ford ran into the side of my house. Or I wasn't able to sue Coca-Cola when, you know, my stepdad became overweight and diabetic. So why should you be able to sue someone that had no way of knowing what you were going to do with a product that you didn't get legally? Right. It's... It's one of those things. It's things I don't understand. I mean, aside from the fact you have to remember that history is written by the winners. Uh, that's very true. St. Patrick being... A winner, apparently. You're just murking bitches all over the place, but... Ireland is 
Mostly Catholic. That's what the IRA or and the other side are fighting about now is whether they should be Catholics or Protestants. But there are very few Wiccan Wiccans or pagans in Ireland now. That's true. And that killed that whole culture. Yeah. Damn near killed the fucking language. Because very few people can speak Gaelic anymore. Thomas and his Irish behind being one of them. Listen here. I love you. I love you, but I grew up with my girl. My granddad used to speak Gaelic to me. And so, you know, if they had a babble that was Gaelic, I would learn it just they so do. I could fucking talk. Do they really? Yes. Oh, shit, I might have to get on that shit. I come home and cuss you out in a different language. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Look, if we want to play that game, Fig Dushnaisnikov. I will not. <laughs> you don't even know what I said. So fuck you, shithead. <laughs> well, this is the same person I had the Vasis Das situation with last night. The conversation goes Vasis Das, and he's just looking at me. I'm like, Vasis Das. So what is that? I, I got it confused for Das is good. What's this, what is that? Vasis Das. And then you say Dasit. And you tell me what it is. <laughs> that. So now, kids, I'm going to have to start the journey and start learning how to speak Gaelic. Because uh, I am uh, half Scottish, and I would like for that. Uh, aside from the fact of perplexing my 14-year-old. Yeah. Because, you know, I say shit to him in a different language. He's like, do what? Mm-hmm. Bruh. Bruh, what? 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've only been called bra once. I don't get it. He doesn't call me bra very often. <laughs> I, I informed him real quick, like in a hurry. We are not frat boys. We don't say the bra. I said, I'm sorry. I said, I don't see any of your siblings in the room. Who the fuck are you talking to? Let's see. That's where you messed up. You said, I'm sorry. I look at him and say, uh, excuse the fuck out of you? No, no, no. See, he knows that I'm sorry. <laughs> Is polite speak for I'm about to rip your head off and, and, and poop in your, you know, throat channel? <laughs> I, I straight up go. Because he's heard me say that shit in public. And I'm like, with somebody who's being an asshole, I'm like, excuse me, I'm sorry? I, I go straight for the uh, jugular of excuse the fuck out of you? Yes, but Dagan also knows that when I go into polite corporate speak, it's on and popping. Like, mom's just dropped all freaking veneer of being a normal person. She has turned into the corporate robot. Here we go. Oh, shit. Yeah. Daddy uh, doesn't do that. Da- daddy is, uh, as we know from previous experiences, if I go into corporate mode, that means I'm able to compose myself. And I don't compose myself very well when I'm angry. So I start saying really weird shit. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, but in my job, yeah. in my which I didn't last in your job very long. Takes did most I? of my life. I spend a lot of my time angry, and the only way to not start cussing people down is to stay in that corporate well, mode. Like I said, though, yeah, I I'm so terribly sorry. I don't think I heard you properly. You know, which means the fuck you saying, bitch. Like I said, <laughs> I didn't last in your job very long. You got to remember. I called a guy a mongoloid, and he went and told my manager, he thinks I'm one of the Matilda Hood-type folks. That would be me. It's like, no, mongoloid, that's a Mongolian. 
but it kept me from getting written up, so we just went with it. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's right. I think you've been eating somebody asshole, you retarded motherfucker. <laughs> <coughs> that being said, we're going to call it a week, guys. It's been a long one. <coughs> I'm still getting over this chest cold. So, y'all be safe. Try to, anyway. Bye.